from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Hey, Stone, what do you know about that FAU basketball team? <laughs> hey, I say it each and every time. I know that they just continue to bust teams' ass. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Jeanette saw it in person actually a week ago tonight when FAU blasted Florida Gulf Coast in the mid-major game of the night in all of college basketball. Literally made it look like a practice. Yep, yep. It was a scrimmage for FAU. It was at, at, the, at the most, it was a scrimmage for FAU. Uh, Florida Atlantic won that game by 32 over Dunk City. FAU back in action tonight. FAU and St. Thomas. Uh, Florida 7 o'clock tip-off at the borough, the Eleanor R. Baldwin Arena for tickets, 866-FAU-WILES, FAUtickets.com. That's 866-FAU-WILES and FAUtickets.com. Where are you, Ken? Where are you? Where are you and Jeanette? You're not in studio? No, we're not in studio. We're actually in West Boca. We're at the Duffy's in West Boca. We are 56 minutes away from two for one, all day two for one at Duffy's. We're 56 minutes away, now 55 minutes away from France and Morocco in the semifinals. Ernesto and Boynton Beach is hanging out with us here at the Duffy's in Delray. He says he is number one. That man is number one. Sure. Uh, Christian Cat, the silent assassin. Oh, he's on number one. Oh, number one beer of a, is two for one. Well done, Ernesto. No, you are number one as well. We do love you dearly. Uh, Christian Cat, the silent assassin. He is in attendance. He is present. Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. He is in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. And Stone, I must say, you're missing some good chaos here. Once we uh, once we catered to the uh, to the olds, it's gone nothing but uphill since. <laughs> what does that mean? What does uphill mean? Hey, good, good. Like it's good, it's good. We're we're heading to the peak of greatness. Okay, <laughs> all right. I, 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 I think I believe it. Uh, I don't know. You know, I can't see with my own eyes, but I'll just take your yeah. word for yeah. it. Yeah, take trust me. Take my word for <laughs> it. Um, I, I wanted to hear the second goal yesterday for Argentina in their three nil victory over Croatia. The youngster Alvarez has been fantastic for Argentina, and he's going to be the reason, not just Lionel Messi, that Argentina wins the World Cup if they do win it on Sunday. We spent a lot of time talking about Lionel Messi and athletes that even though they're not yours, they're not part of your team or your nation, you feel good for them when they win their first title and it feels like Lionel Messi's on the precipice of doing that Sunday if he can win the World Cup the vast majority of humans on this planet, because this is truly the global game, will feel good for Lionel Messi, except for small pockets of anti-Argentines or Cristiano Ronaldo fans. Um, but the second goal yesterday from Alvarez was beautiful, and he has been sensational. And let's hear first, Stone, the call on Fox from John Strong. Here is how it sounded, English language, on Fox Sports. And Alvarez, he's got the support of Molina coming up to his right. Alvarez wants to run it himself off by So not bad, right? Like it, John Strong's excited. It was it was solid. Stone, your thoughts on the call from John Strong? Yeah, I'd give it a, a, a quaint seven out of ten. I didn't think it was too high. I didn't think it was too low. All right, a quaint seven out of ten. Big moment. He captured the moment adequately. Was it was it uh, tear inducing? Maybe not, but it did the job. Now let's go to a man who is a native of Argentina. He happens to be the longtime number one voice of Spanish language soccer in the nation of uh, the continent of North America. 
not the nation of North America, <laughs> but the continent of North America. Uh, on, on Telemundo, here he is, Andres Cantor. Mm-hmm. Your timing at home goal was 15 and 5 10 seconds for Andres Cantor. If you're not watching the World Cup in Spanish on Telemundo, you're so doing it wrong. I changed, uh, my roommate was watching it in English, and I was like, no. <laughs> that ain't happening. And he was like, well, I can't understand it. I was like, one, you don't watch soccer. Number right. two, you understand goal, yeah. which is all you need. Um, by the way, just a little pro tip from your boy. And I actually have, I'm like, I don't know. I'm not the greatest. It, now, it, and it drives my wife crazy that I have done such a poor job of learning Spanish in uh, the, the over a decade that I've known her. You'd think that I would have picked up more of the language than I actually have. It's a bad job by me. I take full responsibility. But I have adapted to just watching soccer in Spanish. Mm-hmm. I can pick up enough to know what's happening. And then obviously the raw emotion that comes in big moments, it just comes through no matter if you understand it or not, comes through your, your speakers, your television screen. But pro tip here, the Fox broadcast is almost a full 20 seconds ahead of Telemundo. So if a goal happens, you have time to flip to Telemundo to actually see and hear <laughs> the goal call. Okay? So the pro tip from your boy, Ken Levick. That is honestly a golden nugget right there. Yeah. Like, we yeah. should have gotten out, out before this cup even started. You're, you're right. I probably should have, I don't know, after day one of the group stage mentioned something, but I forgot. <laughs> and now here we go with uh, with a semifinal, a third place game in the in the championship match left to go. Two I'm games. dropping it. Two, yeah, two, two, two games matches. left to go. Right, because honestly, who watches the third place match? Let's be let's be completely honest. Um, so that was awesome. Andres Cantor rules. We are pro Andres Cantor uh, here on Ken Levick Alive. Now, I asked a question Monday night, and I'm going to ask it to Jeanette right now. When you watch Monday Night Football, do you go with Joe Buck? And Troy Aikman on ESPN, or do you go when they have it with the Manning cast on ESPN too? The Manning cast. Okay. Especially I, if the game is boring. Like, okay, so if, if the Bucks are playing on Monday night, then I watch Troy Aikman. And you've Joe got Bucks. you've got Joe and Troy. Yeah, because I can't right. have any distractions. Because it's serious. This is serious business. Exactly. Right. But if it's a game I don't really care for, that I'm just like, oh, I like football. I'm going to watch it and be entertained. Then I watch the Manning. Cast. You know what? That I like that. I think that's a good approach, and I think that's probably the approach that most people should take. Now, there are the dopes who Stone. You know this. Joe Buck hates my team. 
Ah, Joe Buck rooting against my team. Those are the worst type <laughs> of fans because, no, you're right, national broadcaster Joe Buck, who's broadcasted countless Super Bowls and World Series, you're right, he has a vendetta against your team. He has a vendetta against the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, Joe Buck uh, clearly bet on Tom Brady. Joe Buck, right, it's right. just the cesspool that Twitter is, man. You're right. Joe Buck's been compromised, and now he's pro-Arizona <laughs> Cardinals. Like, shut up. Shut up. Um, but I find the Mannings to be entertaining. I find the Mannings to be more entertaining, actually, when they don't have guests. Um, because I like when they talk about the game in real time and break it down and go through all of that. Um, then they have guests that I'm just like, ugh. And it happened Monday night when Bill Simmons was on in the second quarter. I didn't need to hear Bill Simmons. I didn't need to see Bill Simmons. And Bill Simmons serves a purpose, but not that. I didn't need that. But then... What really drove home why I tend to lean towards Joe Buck and Troy Aikman a majority of the time really came to the forefront. I want you to listen. This is the Patriots' first touchdown in the second quarter on Monday night. And this is what you were hearing on the Manning cast from Eli Manning, who is reading a children's book. Now, he's finding himself dating a girl who made the best chocolate chip cookies in town. And the look on his face was like, woohoo! I forgot how much I love chocolate chip cookies. I'm gonna get chocolate chip cookies all the, the touchdown. time. Woohoo! Woohoo! Now, woohoo, Bill. <laughs> like, what is that? What are we doing with that? You're a comedic genius. Like, I'm all for silly and stupid. Have you heard this show? Okay? But. <laughs> when a touchdown is happening on Monday Night Football and you're hearing chocolate chip cookies and hoo-hoo, <laughs> what am I supposed to take from that, Jeanette? It's chaos, and you know I love chaos. I, 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 I don't know, man. Like, at least reference the touchdown, right? Like that, That's the one thing that should have happened. You'd be like, oh, something happened in this football yeah. game that we're paid to watch and N talk about. Nobody could have cut off Eli. In the middle of him reading from the children's book. Like, nobody could have said, hey, Eli, we'll get back to that in a second. Touchdown, Patriots. Like, Stone, am I missing something here? Am I off base here? I, I, I'm not going to lie. I think you are because I think 90% of people so. don't care about Marcus Jones and his nine-yard inside zone <laughs> touchdown run. And, and it, it's also this. I guess for me, that's what I want to hear about, though. How did that develop? Why did that happen? Not yeah, chocolate but chip cookie. So, so, so you, the one giving the complaint right now, was also the one who went to bat for Jimmy Kimmel coming on the Manning cast right and saying that he's a comedic genius or you don't he's understand funny. his you know, no Kimmel's that was garbage overrated. jimmy kimmel Absolutely, came, came on garbage. the manning cast and was flat out garbage just because you don't have an advanced sense of humor don't take it <laughs> out on me well i'd rather listen to bill simmons and eli manning read books because i don't care about what's going on i think Jeanette's spot on if it's not an important game if it's not a game or, or if anybody but colt mccoy is the starting quarterback for the team like i would want to watch and i do watch the manning cast because i do have some guests on so I don't, I don't, I don't really care. I, I enjoy the guests coming on and being weird and chaotic, and it sometimes missing touchdown calls. It was right on brand. What other broadcast is going to read about chocolate chip cookies and go woohoo? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, it's the Mannings. It's Payton and Eli, and they can educate and teach in a simple way to help no. you understand what took place. And instead, we're reading a children's book. Yeah, they already got the rings. They already did the work on the field. No, I mean, you're Let right about that. Because when they do break down the game, like, it is really awesome for people who are your normal armchair quarterbacks who don't understand what's going on out there. Like, those are the two guys you need to tune into. They, they take you to school. So, yeah, they missed the mark there on that touchdown. But like I said, I don't know who cared about Mac Jones handing an inside zone off to Marcus Jones. Did, did you, you care about that? 
Ken, do you feel like you missed a, an vital part of Monday Night Football because you were listening? To There's him? no way he did. He was probably exactly. asleep. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, one, I was not asleep. <laughs> um, now, I will be transparent, as I like to be on this show. I had, once I heard Bill Simmons' first syllable, had flipped to Joe and Troy. <laughs> so I, in real time, missed the children's story that was being read, and then it was brought to my attention after the fact. But I got out of there. I, I like Manning Cast, but... I just prefer Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. I mean, Stone, do you, do you when the Manning cast is on, do you stay with it 100% of the time? I don't stay with it 100% of the time, no. I bounce back and forth like literally every other commercial break. Just uh, I love to see Omaha sports when they post who the guests are going to be, and I kind of map it out myself, but I bounce back and forth because I do like Peyton and Eli, and I like when they break stuff down. You know what I really like, and I don't know, how much NFL have you caught on Amazon Prime, Jeanette, on Thursday nights? Almost every Thursday night game. Okay. Um, I love the old 22 angle. I love the old 22 on Amazon Prime. Like, I, I, I don't know why, and it's not significantly different, but I love to see what the safeties are doing. I love to see what the outside corners are doing. Mm. The All-22 absolutely rules, and they identify the vast majority of time all the skill position players before the play is run, so you can see in real time the routes being run and and how all of that works out. I, I wish that these networks would go back to more regular um, shots from behind the line of scrimmage. I love the behind the line of scrimmage view. And a couple of years ago when ESPN tried to introduce it, there was a lot of pushback. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. It sucks. But I think that's the best football angle. Yeah, I agree with you 110%. Give us back the Skycam frequent downs and stuff. And when it does have to ride on the trolley and it follows a running back who's kind of kicking it outside of the line and taking it up the sideline, like some of those trolley cams, I'm with you 100%. And I think... it does give opportunities, though, for people to be like, oh, my God, CeeDee Lamb was wide open. You didn't see him. How do you not yeah, see him, Dak? that's Deck? the thing. That's the thing. And I guess I'm a nerd with stuff like this, but I love the view from behind the quarterback because it gives you also a full appreciation for some of the windows that these quarterbacks are having to throw oh, through yeah. and, and how the speed of the anticipation of having to make these throws, but also the holes that these running backs are seeing that you never get from mm-hmm. the side, the side view. Are you more of a side view person, Jeanette? Yeah, I want to see the different angles. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised Ken likes the view from behind the quarterbacks. You know what? It's all about the same, I mean, the different angles and the positions and them though she can and seeing the spots wide open <sighs> and taking advantage of them. Mm-hmm. You're right. That's exactly what I'm looking for. <laughs> Just identifying the holes. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. We're at the Duffies in West Boca. The Duffies in West Boca. Come hang out with us, the two for one. Uh, and and make sure that you check out their daily specials here at the Duffies in West Boca. Just please don't spill your beers on the tables. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because uh, <laughs> our boy here, Ernesto, just did that. <laughs> Stone, Ernesto uh, spilled a beer. You know, I think that's the least surprising thing I've heard all day. I think it's <laughs> like this is what I love about Ernie is that he it's was, on brand. He was literally half a beer in. <laughs> Cut him off! Cut Seriously. him off! Um, uh, so Dominican. There's the, <laughs> there is um, there is uh, a story I, I had mentioned during the break. I'm like, man, is there anything going on? Anything breaking going on? Yeah. Somebody there is something breaking here. Oh, Jenga, Jenga. Oh, yeah, we have a street team out here. Jenga hit the floor, and I felt I thought that part of the building collapsed here. Um, uh, in Colorado, 
in Denver at Coors Field, two Foxes have broken into the stadium stone. I'm not joking. This is on the Fox Sports Instagram. Breaking news on this Wednesday. Breaking news brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Coors Field has been broken into by two Foxes. Two Foxes. Any the, thoughts on that? No, I mean, I, I, to be honest, I don't have any thoughts. If you want to read... Have you ever seen a fox in the wild? Yeah, man, I have seen a fox in the wild. If you want me to Like the animal? You, yes, I have. If okay. you want me to play you some music in the background and you reintroduce it, try to give it some more oomph, I can do that. But, all right, yeah, please do, because right. I really think it needs some more juice. All right, all right, yeah, so do I. I'll wait for it. It's fine. Have you been to Rockies? Coors Field? Coors Field? Yeah. It's a great place. Who wouldn't want... Oh, here we go. Break it down. Breaking news brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Breaking news first reported by Town Square NOCO. A pair of feisty foxes have wandered inside Colorado's Coors Field. Again, if you're just joining us here on Kelnavik Alive, two foxes, two feral felines, according to the story, have wandered inside Colorado's Coors Field. Wait, are foxes felines? Hey. I didn't know. I don't know either. You could have told me they were dogs. You know, I said, yep, you're right. They're not canines. Okay. So fine. They're felines. Um, but that does, that does remind me, um, I have, Stone, uh, had a run-in with some raccoons uh, oh. at my home over the uh, last couple of weeks. So we have a doggy door. We have a little patio outside of my estate in, um, in North Broward County, okay? Okay, Biltmore. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and we have a patio and we have a doggy door there for, uh, for Howard, uh, my great Dane, named after Howard Schnellenberger. And so um, he goes out there. He has a good time. It's, it's great. And uh, what happened was like a month and a half ago, I, I, I woke up one morning, walked outside into the patio. I'm like, why is the – we keep the dog's food out there in these, like, airtight containers, and I'm like, wait a minute. It looks like someone's been playing with the handle. What's going on? And some packaging we had out there had been ripped open. I'm like, what could that be? Didn't think much of it. Whatever. <laughs> like a week and a half after that, I hear some rustling when I walk out at like 6.15 in the morning. I'm like, what in God's name could that be? Flip on a light. There's a damn fat raccoon sitting in the corner thick of this boy. patio area. He was thick. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing here? And so... I was too scared to walk within 10 feet of it. I didn't know what to do, so I got a broom and tried to start, like, poking it and leading it back outside the doggy door. But then I realized the lights are on. He can't see. <laughs> so I turned the lights back off, and then he raced through the patio and out the doggy door. So I'm like, all right, well, problem solved. That won't be an issue again. Three nights later, or three mornings later, I've got Howard with me. He needs to go outside. And I notice all of a sudden Howard's like all the hair on his back like stands straight up. I'm like, what is going on with you? And he's trying to push out the door. I open the door. The damn raccoon is in his food, like in his food, like <laughs> eating his food. And there's another one. There's two of them. And they're both thick <laughs> raccoons. And so Howard goes out there. And Howard's a docile creature, an 11-year-old Great Dane. He is growling and barking and gnashing his teeth. And he clawed one of them in the face. And so they both ran, 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 ran through my backyard. And I realized at that point that, oh, my God, my dog is so much braver than I am. I didn't want to get within 10 feet of this raccoon four days prior, and my dog just attacked one of them. And they haven't been back since. But oh, this sent a little message. Yeah, this fox thing has, has brought back those memories 
like I if if I was interning for the Rockies or part of their grounds crew and they're like, hey, we need to figure out a way to get a get rid of these guys. Hey, could you go just put them in, in like a, a a trash can and then toss them outside the state? I don't know what? how you get rid of foxes. I don't know. What? I'm just thinking about how like you know when games are going on, uh, animals go on the field and then they send some some unfortunate person out there with like a bucket and you've got to scoop up this animal and bring it back into the uh, into 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 the wild. I would quit on the spot. I don't know. How does one get rid of foxes? Are foxes mean? Are foxes aggressive? Yeah, they got teeth for sure. Yeah, you say so you, what you're going to well, do. I know they have teeth. I have teeth, and I'm not that aggressive. What you're going to do here is you're going to go down to where they ha- keep the storage, whatever facility you're at, and you get a net. And you just uh-huh. got to net that thing. Just basically like you're looking for mullet. And you just throw it out there, wrap it on up, pick it up, cover it up, and then you dump it outside. Well, you're not going to do it on the streets of Denver, though. Yeah. I'm sure you can find another place in Colorado to dump the fox. Yeah, or there's the, sure. I mean, the police officers there, you know, they're probably animal control, so you, you, throw, oh, you throw them in there and you get them out of Dodge. You guys. Or, or you, yeah. you know, you do it the old school way and you bust out the BB gun, you know, whatever works, however, no, no, however you, you get it done. Foxes are way too cute. I don't think so. I actually know somebody who, because they have so many iguanas in their backyard, they've started busting out a BB gun to start shooting some iguanas. Well, yeah, iguanas yeah. are in, invasive Invasive, species. right. So they Stone said endangered a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> nope, definitely not endangered, I, I those was, iguanas. No, they're not. We need to get rid of them. They're yeah. like pythons to yeah. um, the Everglades. Um, also, not only are your dogs... It doesn't surprise me, a Great Dane, who's also bigger than you, yeah. would be more aggressive in getting rid of the raccoons. Raccoons are also one of the biggest menaces what? on this world. Aren't they diseased, too? Yes, they, they, have they have rabies. Yeah. Oh, they do have rabies. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It killed, well, we had a raccoon who bit one of my dogs when I was younger, and the dog died. Yeah, really? hundred percent. Another oh problem God. Floridians have is the bufu toads, and I'm. Oh yeah, I hate those things. I'm frequent with the they're, BB they're, guns. You got to kill them, and you just throw yeah. them in the ocean. They're, these big fat toads, and if dogs lick them, uh, it can it poisons them, and so. <gasps> Yeah, there was things are all over the place. Backyard. Yeah, I was going to say, of course you've had some in your backyard. Like, of course you have the boof. You said boofu toads? Yeah. That's their name? Yes, sir. I just, I just call them the toads. But, like, here's the thing is <laughs> oh, that these are ugly. if you have a small dog especially, like, that could legitimately kill them. Bigger uh, dogs, yeah. it can make them sick. It doesn't necessarily kill them, but those things are a pain in the ass. And there's no way, like, people say, oh, put salt around the perimeter of your yard. That doesn't do a damn thing. Those toads <laughs> see that. They're like, bro, what is wrong with you? We're not slugs, they, jackass. They laugh. At you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, it, I, in, unless you want to line your fencing with like chicken wire, you're done. Uh, you're gonna have these totes. You've always got. If you have a small dog, look out for those totes, and they're a pain. I mean, there's probably dozens of them in your yard right now, Stone. Yeah, well, I, I, all the time, me and my, my dad, we, we shoot them with BB guns, and then you take a shovel and you flip them into the ocean. So you just got to get rid of those things and basically send a message just like Howard did. What if you don't have an ocean by you? Then you can put them in a trash can because it's dead and its head was you know blown because of a high power. So the BB will, ki- will kill them? 100% success right. rate. Kill rate. Uh, all right. All right. I like that. I like that. Don't and shoot foxes, Stone. Yeah, don't I shoot foxes. Never, I would shoot, never shoot, shoot a fox. Shoot toads. I mean, toads. like, in, I would want to be in Coors Field Stadium by myself. It's a beautiful but ballpark. Are foxes, are foxes dangerous to dogs? Small dogs, absolutely. Yeah. They're carnivores, and they will eat it, but that's also why you don't get small dogs. <laughs> a friendly pet tip from Jeanette Javier. Um, uh, well, we talked about the Rockies. Speaking of the NL West... 
Carlos Correa is headed out there. The San Francisco Giants. How about that for a segue? Wow. 13 years. 13 years, $350 million for Carlos Correa. No opt-outs in this deal, which means he is married to the city of San Francisco for 13 full years. When we come back, what city would you marry yourself to for 13 years you have to lock yourself in and live in this place for 13 years which city would it be in north america in like north america rules. not the united states but north america so we're including uh canada and mexico canada and mexico yes integral parts of north america costa rica yes guatemala sure honduras uh-huh those are all I, I can only be there for like a week and a half I've been okay so those are out Spoiler alert, Jeanette not living anywhere in Central America. When we come back, we talk about the city you would marry yourself to for 13 years like Carlos Correa just did with the San Francisco Giants. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levicka. We're at the Duffy's in West Boca. We're live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Duffy's in West Boca, where we're hanging out. Ken LaVica Live Road Edition here on ESPN 106.3. I tell you what, Stone, we just got a tweet from Circa Las Vegas. And I've never been more inspired to get out there, get in that pool, watch some sports. <laughs> Bet. Woo! And just hang out, not do the Vegas thing, because I don't do the Vegas thing. If I go to Vegas, I want to do the Circa thing where I am lazy and drinking and betting on sports and watching sports. And and this tweet from Circa, I got to say, it has me tingly. Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I mean, Jeanette, think about the possibilities. And, again, we've already tried to sort of set the groundwork for this. Stone with with his with his girlfriend, Jess, and me, with my wife, Phoebe, we, we, we were going to make this a, 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 a group outing, right? And so the girls yes. can go do their own thing, and then Stone and I can just pool it up. Um, now, Jeanette, I know that you threw your, your proverbial hat into the ring last week. And, yeah, uh, you can absolutely be a part of this, uh, Stone, this entire I? thing. Stone, can I? I don't know. Stone's not convinced yet. <laughs> I mean, who said I wasn't convinced? I think, of course. Of course. I, I see no other way. Oh, God. Circa, don't tease me about this. <laughs> no, I think it's perfect. Like, I think the you stars are at, aligning. You start at Circa, and you just hop around to all the different sports books. <sighs> I don't even want to leave Circa. <laughs> no, we don't have to. That's the best part. Circa oh. is stunning, oh. and you can have a blast there literally sitting all day. I, uh, but Las Vegas just has a natural habit of hugging you. And bringing you in and then taking your wallet. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106. If you're a guy. Yeah, right, right, exactly. If you're a guy, precisely, precisely. Um, uh, so we are here at the Duffy's in West Boca. We've got the street team out here. They're giving away a $50 Duffy's gift card. They've got the Jenga out here. They've got the swag that they're giving away, all the ESPN West Palm swag here. So come check them out. The street team, ESPN West Palm street, tea is, uh, street team is here until 3 o'clock. Uh, and we are leading into France and Morocco in the semifinals of the World Cup. Come check it out here on this Wednesday afternoon at the Duffy's in West Boca. Uh, Carlos Correa got 13 years and 350 million dollars from the San Francisco Giants last night. It it is, and I was talking with the Silent Assassin about this. It's pretty clear that 
he was always going to be the consolation prize to Aaron Judge. So the Gi- the Giants, who were the only other team that appeared seriously in on Judge, for the exception of that 11th hour attempt from the Padres, uh, you had to go get Carlos Correa then, right? Like that was always going to be the secondary guy. One hundred and ten percent. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So so it was what nine three sixty for Judge, nine years three sixty <laughs> nine three sixty. So this is 13 for 350, so it keeps you below judges per year. The, the, the monetary amount, like, fine. I mean, it's a lot of money. It's, it's a ton of money. How sad is it that now we're no longer amused by the amount of money no, these guys are exactly. getting? exactly. It it's doesn't drop wild. my jaw at all. That's like, oh, wild. 350? I kind of expected it to go in that direction. Another baseball contract. Right. Oh, there it is. 350. That's crazy, though. Uh, like, we are closing in on $400 million. Like, that is, that's, that's coming. It's wild. That's coming. Like, that is absolutely coming. But I was more caught up on the old-school NHL-esque years on the contract. Like, I remember... I remember the Blackhawks signing guys to deals for, like, Marion Hossa got something insane, like a a 15-year deal from the Blackhawks. And that was happening, though, so prominently with some of these greatest players in the NHL that the NHL finally said, "Uh uh-uh, nope, you cannot give out contracts with that many years because it was mucking up everything in free agency and in the trade market. But Carlos Correa, baseball hasn't gotten the memo on that. This 13-year, $350 million deal is very similar to what Bryce Harper signed with the Phillies where it's double-digit years, but there's no opt-out in it. So it helps you out on a year-to-year situation with your finances. But 13 years, like that's a long time. When I moved down to South Florida, when I moved to West Palm, I did not think I was going to be here for 13 years. Now, it has been uh, instead 15 years that I've been down in South Florida. I've been down here 15 going on 16 years. I did not think it would go past like five. But then things happen and you stay in a place and you like a place and you did it. But I, I never thought that I'd be married to a place like I am to South Florida for 13 years. And I, can't, I have a hard time thinking of another place now where I would say, yep, sign me up. Guaranteed 13 years in that one place, any place in the entire continent. Well, South Florida spoils you. And I learned that in the one year I lived in Jacksonville. Yeah. And I was like, nope, it's cold. There's not as much diversity. There's not as much to do. I need to get back to South Florida. But think about it. You would You would now. So say I offered you, you could go any place in North America, but you had to sign a contract today that says you have to you're mandated you're under contract you have to be in this place for 13 years that is a huge commitment and i don't know if i came down to south florida in 2022 if i would be signing up for 13 years in this place it is so much more crowded than it was when i moved down here 15 years ago it is so much more different now than what it was when i moved down here 15 years ago if there's one place on this entire continent that i that that i i would offer you a contract and you said all right, I'll do it for 13 years. Where would it be? I would need a big city. Okay, you'd have to be, this would have to be urban. Yes, very urban. Okay. Um, a huge airport. Okay, and accessible, large, international airport. Yes, obviously a sports town. And a sports town, okay. So, and this is not much sports towny, but first city that came to mind, as I was talking with Christian, was Toronto. I love Toronto. 
There's a really? lot to do. I love Toronto. What about Toronto appeals to Jeanette Javier Stone? I'm not going to lie. Of all the places I thought Jeanette would pick, I didn't think Toronto would come out. Yeah, first. definitely bottom five. If we had to build a list. Really? <laughs> bottom Have you guys five? been to Toronto? I mean, Toronto's not that bad. Bottom say. five. You're making it sound like Detroit. No, Good bottom, Lord. No, bottom, um, no, bottom five on Jeanette's list. Oh, oh. oh I thought you mentioned. Oh my. Oh, okay. No, right. no, no. I was so I take back Detroit. I'm sincerely sorry for the shot I just took at you. I would have taken Honolulu probably. But that's so hard to get and, to. And then that's why it's out. Um, and I guess what I'll say too, so you're not imprisoned in this place, you get one vacation a year. <laughs> Ten days. Oh, so well, that changes things. If I, Well, no, wait. So I have to stay in 13 years in one city without any traveling outside of said city? Ten days a year. So you can travel. <laughs> just divvy up the vacation days. Uh, no, no, I'm staying here in South Florida. Really? Yeah, because I can drive anywhere and feel like a different country. Okay. All right. All right. That's fair. Maybe what if I expanded the vacation days to like 25? Okay, back to Toronto. Toronto. All right, perfect. There, good, <laughs> good. Toronto. But I just, if I, Honolulu is, everything's more expensive over there. Everything is, it's hard to get to if you leave it. Yes, but it also everything that you do in the islands of Hawaii are outdoors. So True. it's expensive to, I guess, like buy a gallon of milk, but your lifestyle is pretty cheap once you find a solid hobby because it's all outdoors. Uh, if, if you were contractually mandated to live in a city for 13 years, 13-year commitment to a city, where would it be? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Carlos Correa is now married to San Francisco for 13 years, and I'll say San Francisco not a bad place to spend 13 years in. I love San Fran. I'm a big fan of San Francisco. I haven't been yet. The only city. I think you'll love it. I've only been to San Diego, but that's it. See, I've never been to San Diego, Beautiful. and I heard it's awesome. Beautiful. A lot to do, but I'm not. I couldn't live on the West Coast. No? I don't think I'm, I'm not. I know. I, I just See, don't think I so. could live on the West Coast because I'd love the NFL to start at 9 a.m. Like, that's my bag right there. That would be awesome. Because you're old. I'm old and I wake up early. Give barely, me my football. And you can barely handle your tequila. Like, stop. <laughs> it would be early sleepy time for me, and it would be awesome. Um, if you could marry yourself to one city for 13 years, you have a contract, you sign it, and you can't go anywhere. 13 years, like Carlos Correa did with San Francisco, where would it be? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. And I think for that reason, I'm sort of with Carlos Correa. I love San Francisco. I really, truly do. I love the bridges. I love Girardelli Square. I love the fact that you can see the Redwoods. It's a mere, like, 35-minute drive. You can get yourself to San Diego. You can get yourself to L.A. It's a half a day's drive. Like, I love that, and I love Pacific time. Like, I'm all over that. I absolutely love that. Um, so, again, you have to stay in a place for 13 years. Jeanette says Toronto, and again, surprising, but she made a case for it. I'm going to go with Carlos Correa in San Francisco. I'm curious about this. Stone, where are you signing a contract to live for 13 years consecutively? Yeah, so I responded to this uh, thread on Twitter pretty uh, pretty fast with no hesitation. That would be Las Vegas, Nevada. So I, think, I think this one's pretty simple. Yeah, Is but not, Vegas a good place to live? Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, you can go right outside one of the quaint spots. You don't have to be downtown. You don't have to go anywhere near the Strip. You don't have to live there. I'm sure there now, are people. There is an exceptionally, uh, potentially crippling water shortage 
happening right now in Las <laughs> Vegas. How do you feel about that? You know what? I don't give a single solitary damn about a water shortage where I'm living. I'll be all right. Uh, yeah, uh, humans don't need water. It's fine. Everything's good. Yeah, yeah I'll manage to make it shape. Uh, I can drink plenty of other beer. things, but Las, uh-huh. <laughs> Las Vegas would be the city that I would choose. And I, like I said, I think I, I answered that no hesitation. Uh, Las Vegas uh, says Stone. Okay. All right. Stone says Vegas. He'll lock himself in for 13 years in Vegas. I am going to go with San Fran and Toronto for Jeanette. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. What city would you sign a 13-year contract to live in? Magnuson, he says Boston. Mm. I would not live in Boston for 13 years. No, 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 no. I was there. I go there often, as we know, for my other job. And I'm there for three days. And I'm like, this was fun. The thing about Boston is there is definitely an arrogance that is overwhelming in Boston. I love New Englanders, and I love uh, people from Boston, but I also have a lot of people from Boston I don't love. Bro culture is massive and really? thriving in yeah. Boston. Yeah. What about Chicago? I All right. Because so, I was in the States? Hometown. I, I can't do winters anymore, though, and this is the thing for me is I am so soft when it comes to winter weather now. I mean, it is a total no-go for me. When I, I mean, I went to Nashville three weeks ago, and the temperatures were in the mid-30s, and I was acting like I was stuck above the Arctic Circle. <laughs> I mean, I could not handle it. It was miserable, and I hate scraping windshields. I hate shoveling. That is a massive part of the Chicago experience, and I could not do that. In the summers, great, but once winter comes, I'm out. I'm out on it. Because I would love to live in the Midwest somehow. But I don't think 13 years in the Midwest. See, that's the thing. Like, I, I couldn't go back for 13 years. And but, I need a beach. But I just know, man, down here, things are so crowded now. And it takes so long to get anywhere. And it's so damn hot. Like, Okay, you can't complain about the cold. No, and but say, I need something, so I need something like, more pick one. temperate. And that's why San Francisco comes to mind. It's like 50 all the time. Well, good luck affording it. Okay, but how is it any different from down here? You can't afford anything down here either. You're preaching to the choir. You can't afford anything down here. Um, uh, Bongo says New Orleans. It fits my lifestyle. Jeanette, I could see you in New Orleans, but I could see you doing that if you um, wanted to go back to just being pure chaos all the time. If you weren't ready to settle down. Yeah, you see, it's New Orleans is right there with Vegas for me. You go there for a couple days, you have your fun, you partake in some great memories that you remember, or you don't, Yeah. and then you dip. Yeah. Uh, but I, I couldn't live there. Uh, Aaron says Nashville. But I feel like now Nashville and New Orleans are very similar from that respect. No, I would compare Nashville now to Vegas. Really? Stone, do you agree with that? Yeah. Nashville I, and Vegas I'm being a, similar? Yeah, you, you you are at 100 miles an hour pace if you're anywhere in Nashville, and there's no slowing down. 100%. Broadway now has the same prices as Vegas, oh, yeah, the yeah, same yeah. debauchery. Yeah. You need promoters now to get into right. these clubs right. in Nashville. Everything's corporate now there. It's super corporate, and you're paying like $10 for a Bud Light. Oh, yeah. Carlos Correa, 13 years in San Francisco. No opt-outs in that contract. Where would you sign up to live for 13? 
15 years. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. We're at the Duffy's in West Boca where uh, Jeanette and I will be staying for at least another 13 minutes. We need two for one. We need two for one. It's going to be longer than 13 minutes. Um, uh, and food. Uh, the good thing is, though, uh, here in South Florida, I just complained about how it takes me forever to get anywhere. Well, at least I do it in style with mm. my Kia K5 GT from Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. And it is so expensive to do anything down here. And you need to make sure you're making wise decisions with your money, which is why at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, you get a car from there. They have the credit clinic on site, the bank reps on site to help you with that monthly car payment to make sure that your money is going towards the things that are so expensive down here and you're not worrying about your car on a monthly basis. They want to make you happy. They want to keep you coming back, your friends, your family coming back. That's what they're doing at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. That's Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach.com. It's where I got my Kia K5 GT. It's where you're going to have the best car buying experience you have ever encountered at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. I love what we're revolutionizing here in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. This radio show, Ken LaVica Live, myself, Jeanette, Theo, Stone, the silent assassin, Christian Cat. We are rolling through Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, and we are... We are creating chaos and loud noises and impeding on people's normally mundane life situations. You want to go to a credit union? Handle your finances? Nope. We're there making noise, getting crazy, complete chaos. You want to go for a nice quiet lunch at Duffy's? Nope. Here come Ken and Jeanette. Not today. Not today. We got the street team out here that Jenga, every time it falls, I mean, it seems like there's something violent that has just taken place here. It is amazing. I love for it. I love it. I love it. I uh, want more. Now, now, one thing that we haven't been able to breach yet is doing a live show on the Brightline. I can't wait. Now, Brightline, stress-free. It's the best way to get through South Florida. Imagine how fun it would be. Party train with Choo -choo. Ken and Jeanette on the Brightline. Hot Mess Express. Oh. Coming through. Let's go. The Hot Mess Express with the stations in West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, and Miami. I love it. Brightline. Go Brightline.com, the free Brightline app. And what do you know about that buzzer beater train going to see the heat? Well, you take that Brightline train all the way down to Miami Central State. Station, and it is only a two-and-a-half block walk to the Heat Arena. It's the only way I go to Heat games now. Three trains, three buzzer-beater trains after the final horn to get you back home. That is Brightline, the stress-free, the best way to get down in South Florida, wherever you need to go. That's Brightline. Go Brightline.com and the free Brightline app. Pro tip about the Brightline, I'm yep. using it this weekend to go to Miami for brunch because I refuse to drive in Miami. Oh, that's awesome. That's so, see, Jeanette's going to brunch in Miami on Brightline. That is absolutely a baller move Taking right premium there. down there. I love it. Um, Sean is in Palm Beach Gardens. What's up, Sean? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Uh, I've recently been offered uh, through, through Hilton uh, hotels and such. Uh, position at, at a few different places, and I know you guys probably travel a lot more than I do. I've, I've been relatively local. Um, you guys have already covered Nashville. That's one of the options as yeah. far as transferring. What's from the here. other one? So, 
Chicago. Uh, there's yeah, there's Chicago. There's LA. Uh, you've already gone through Nashville, Atlanta, and I think that's it. So all of those options that are on the table. I've reviewed those with my wife, but you know. Yeah. Sean, I, what I, I would say, <laughs> in, in my opinion, in my opinion, I might give Atlanta a shot. No. Atlanta's awesome. Chicago, I'd prefer it's Chicago over all of those. Uh, well, we'll continue to debate, Sean. Um, now, what I would recommend, don't take Jeanette my word for it if you've already talked about it with your wife. For sure. The wife yeah. wins. Whatever your wife says goes. Yeah. I would take Atlanta over Chicago because Chicago winters suck. She's Jeanette for Stone, Christian Cat, the Silent Assassin. I'm Ken. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Hey, Stone, what do you know about that FAU basketball team? <laughs> hey, I say it each and every time. I know that they just continue to bust teams' ass. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Jeanette saw it in person actually a week ago tonight when FAU blasted Florida Gulf Coast at the mid-major game of the night in all of college basketball. Literally made it look like a practice. Yep, yep. It was a scrimmage for FAU. It was at, beautiful. At, the, at the most, it was a scrimmage for FAU. Uh, Florida Atlantic won that game by 32 over Dunk City. FAU back in action tonight. FAU and St. Thomas. Uh, Florida 7 o'clock tip-off at the borough, the Eleanor R. Baldwin Arena for tickets, 866-FAU-WILES, FAUtickets.com. That's 866-FAU-WILES and FAUtickets.com. Where are you, Ken? Where are you? Where are you and Jeanette? You're not in studio? No, we're not in studio. We're actually in West Boca. We're at the Duffy's in West Boca. We are 56 minutes away from two for one, all day two for one at Duffy's. We're 56 minutes away, now 55 minutes away from France and Morocco in the semifinals. Ernesto and Boynton Beach is hanging out with us here at the Duffy's in Delray. He says he is number one. That man is number one. Sure. Uh, Christian Cat, the silent assassin. Oh, he's on number one. Oh, number one beer of us is two for one. Well done, Ernesto. You are number one as well. We do love you dearly. Uh, Christian Cat, the silent assassin. He is in attendance. He is present. Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. He is in the Anajar the Accident and Turdy Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. And Stone, I must say, you're missing some good chaos here. Once we uh, once we cater to the uh, to the olds, it's gone nothing but uphill since. <laughs> what does that mean? What does uphill mean? Hey, good, good. Like it's good, it's good. We're we're heading to the peak of greatness. Okay, <laughs> all right. I, 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 I think I believe it. I, I don't know. You know, I can't see with my own eyes, but I'll just take your yeah. word for yeah. it. Take, trust me, take my word for <laughs> it. Um, I, I wanted to hear the second goal yesterday for Argentina in their three nil victory over Croatia. The youngster Alvarez has been fantastic for Argentina, and he's going to be the reason, not just Lionel Messi, that Argentina wins the World Cup if they do win it on Sunday. We spent a lot of time talking about Lionel Messi and athletes that even though they're not yours, they're not part of your team or your nation, you feel good for them when they win their first title and it feels like Lionel Messi's on the precipice of doing that Sunday if he can win the World Cup the vast majority of humans on this planet, because this is truly the global game, will feel good for Lionel Messi, except for small pockets of anti-Argentines or Cristiano Ronaldo fans. Um, but the second goal yesterday from Alvarez, 
was beautiful, and he has been sensational. And let's hear first, Stone, the call on Fox from John Strong. Here is how it sounded English language on Fox Sports. William Alvarez, he's got the support of Molina coming up to his right. Alvarez wants to run it himself. So not bad, right? Like it, John Strong's excited. It was it was solid. Stone, your thoughts on the call from John Strong? Yeah, I'd give it a, a, a quaint seven out of ten. I didn't think it was too high. I didn't think it was too low. All right, a quaint seven out of ten. Big moment. He captured the moment adequately. Was it was it uh, tear inducing? Maybe not, but it did the job. Now let's go to a man who is a native of Argentina. He happens to be the longtime number one voice of Spanish language soccer in the nation of uh, the continent of North America. Not the nation of North America, <laughs> but the continent of North America. Uh, on on Telemundo, here he is. Andres Cantor. Your timing at home goal was 15 and 5 10 seconds for Andres Cantor. If you're not watching the World Cup in Spanish on Telemundo, you're so doing it wrong. I changed, uh, my roommate was watching it in English, and I was like, no. <laughs> that ain't happening. And he was like, well, I can't understand it. I was like, one, you don't watch soccer. Number right. two, you understand goal, yeah. which is all you need. Um, by the way, just a little pro tip from your boy. And I actually have, I'm like, I don't know. I'm not the greatest. It, now, it, and it drives my wife crazy that I have done such a poor job of learning Spanish in uh, the, the over a decade that I've known her. You'd think that I would have picked up more of the language than I actually have. It's a bad job by me. I take full responsibility. But I have adapted to just watching soccer in Spanish. Mm -hmm. I can pick up enough to know what's happening. And then obviously the raw emotion that comes in big moments, it just comes through no matter if you understand it or not, comes through your, your speakers, your television screen. But pro tip here, the Fox broadcast is almost a full 20 seconds ahead of Telemundo. So if a goal happens, you have time to flip to Telemundo to actually see and hear <laughs> the goal call. Okay? So the pro tip from your boy, Ken Levick. That is honestly a golden nugget right there. Yeah. Like, we yeah. should have gotten out, out before this cup even started. You're, you're right. I probably should have, I don't know, after day one of the group stage mentioned something, but I forgot. <laughs> now here we go with uh, with a semifinal, a third place game in the in the championship match left to go. Two I'm games. dropping it. Two, yeah, two, two games matches. left to go. Right, because honestly, who watches the third place match? Let's be let's be completely honest. Um, so that was awesome. Andres Cantor rules. We are pro Andres Cantor uh, here on Ken Levick Alive. Now, I asked a question Monday night, and I'm going to ask it to Jeanette right now. When you watch Monday Night Football. 
Do you go with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman on ESPN, or do you go when they have it with the Manning cast on ESPN too? The Manning cast. Okay. I, Especially if the game is boring. Like, okay, so if, if the Bucks are playing on Monday night, then I watch Troy Aikman and you've Joe got, Buck. You've got Joe and Troy. Yeah, because I can't right. have any distractions. Because it's serious. This is serious business. Exactly. Right. But if it's a game I don't really care for, that I'm just like, oh, I like football. I'm going to watch it and be entertained. Then I watch the Manning Cast. You know what? That I like that. I think that's a good approach. And I think that's probably the approach that most people should take. Now, there are the dopes who, Stone, you know this, Joe Buck hates my team. Ah, Joe Buck rooting against my team. Those are the worst types of fans because, no, you're right, national broadcaster Joe Buck, who's broadcasted countless Super Bowls and World Series, you're right, he has a vendetta against your team. He has a vendetta against the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, Joe Buck uh, clearly bet on Tom Brady. Joe Buck, right, really, right. It's just the cesspool that Twitter is, man. You're right. Joe Buck's been compromised, and now he's pro-Arizona <laughs> Cardinals. Like, shut up. Shut up. Um, but – I find the Mannings to be entertaining. I find the Mannings to be more entertaining, actually, when they don't have guests. Um, because I like when they talk about the game in real time and break it down and go through all of that. Um, then they have guests that I'm just like, ugh. And it happened Monday night when Bill Simmons was on in the second quarter. I didn't need to hear Bill Simmons. I didn't need to see Bill Simmons. And Bill Simmons serves a purpose, but not that. I didn't need that. But then... What really drove home why I tend to lean towards Joe Buck and Troy Aikman a majority of the time really came to the forefront. I want you to listen. This is the Patriots' first touchdown in the second quarter on Monday night. And this is what you were hearing on the Manning cast from Eli Manning, who is reading a children's book. Now, he's finding himself dating a girl who made the best chocolate chip cookies in town. And the look on his face was like, woohoo! I forgot how much I love chocolate chip cookies. I'm gonna get chocolate chip cookies all the, the touchdown. time. Woohoo! Woohoo! Now, woohoo, Bill. <laughs> like, what is that? What are we doing with that? You're a comedic genius. Like, I'm all for silly and stupid. Have you heard this show? Okay? But. <laughs> when a touchdown is happening on Monday Night Football and you're hearing chocolate chip cookies and hoo-hoo, <laughs> what am I supposed to take from that, Jeanette? It's chaos, and you know I love chaos. I, 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 I don't know, man. Like, at least reference the touchdown, right? Like that, That's the one thing that should have happened. You'd be like, oh, something happened in this football yeah. game that we're paid to watch and N talk about. Nobody could have cut off Eli. In the middle of him reading from the children's book. Like, nobody could have said, hey, Eli, we'll get back to that in a second. Touchdown, Patriots. Like, Stone, am I missing something here? Am I off base here? I, I, I'm not going to lie. I think you are because I think 90% of people don't care about Marcus Jones and his nine-yard inside zone <laughs> touchdown run. And it, it's also this. I guess for me, that's what I want to hear about, though. How did that develop? Why did that happen? Not yeah, chocolate but, chip cookie. So, so, so you, the one giving the complaint right now, was also the one who went to bat for Jimmy Kimmel coming on the Manning cast right and saying that he's a comedic genius or you don't he's understand funny. his you know, no Kimmel's that was garbage overrated. jimmy kimmel Absolutely, came, came on garbage. the manning cast and was flat out garbage just because you don't have an advanced sense of humor don't take it <laughs> out on me well i'd rather listen to bill simmons and eli manning read books because i don't care about what's going on i think Jeanette's spot on if it's not an important game if it's not a game or, or if anybody but colt mccoy is the starting quarterback for the team like i would want to watch and i do watch the manning cast because i do have some guests on so I don't, I don't, I don't really care. I, I enjoy the guests coming on and being weird and chaotic in it. Sometimes missing touchdown calls. It was 
right on brand. What other broadcast is going to read about chocolate chip cookies and go, woohoo? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, it's the Mannings. It's Peyton and Eli, and they can educate and teach in a simple way to help no. you understand what took place, and instead we're reading a children's book. Yeah, they already got the rings. They already did the work on the field. No, I mean, you're Let right about that. Fun. Because when they do break down the game, like, it is really awesome for people who are your normal armchair quarterbacks who don't understand what's going on out there. Like, those are the two guys you need to tune into. They, they take you to school. So, yeah, they missed the mark there on that touchdown. But like I said, I don't know who cared about Mac Jones handing an inside zone off to Marcus Jones. Did, Did you-, you care about that? Do you feel like you missed a, an vital part of Monday Night Football because you were listening? To There's it? no way he did. He was probably exactly. asleep. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, one, I was not asleep. <laughs> um, now, I will be transparent, as I like to be on this show. I had, once I heard Bill Simmons' first syllable, had flipped to Joe and Troy. <laughs> so I, in real time, missed the children's story that was being read, and then it was brought to my attention after the fact. But I got out of there. I, I like Manning Cast, but... I just prefer Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. I mean, Stone, do you, do you when the Manning cast is on, do you stay with it 100% of the time? I don't stay with it 100% of the time, no. I bounce back and forth like literally every other commercial break. Just uh, I love to see Omaha sports when they post who the guests are going to be, and I kind of map it out myself, but I bounce back and forth because I do like Peyton and Eli, and I like when they break stuff down. You know what I really like, and I don't know, how much NFL have you caught on Amazon Prime, Jeanette, on Thursday nights? Almost every Thursday night game. Okay. Um, I love the All-22 angle. I love the All-22 on Amazon Prime. Like, I, I, I don't know why, and it's not significantly different, but I love to see what the safeties are doing. I love to see what the outside corners are doing. Mm. The All-22 absolutely rules, and they identify the vast majority of time all the skill position players before the play is run, so you can see in real time the routes being run and and how all of that works out. I, I wish that these networks would go back to more regular um, shots from behind the line of scrimmage. I love the behind the line of scrimmage view. And a couple of years ago when ESPN tried to introduce it, there was a lot of pushback. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. It sucks. But I think that's the best football angle. Yeah, I agree with you 110%. Give us back the Skycam frequent downs and and stuff. And when it does have to ride on the trolley and it follows a running back who's kind of kicking it outside of the line and taking up the sideline, like some of those trolley cams, I'm with you 100%. And I think... it does give opportunities, though, for people to be like, oh, my God, C.D. Lamb was wide open. You didn't see him. How do you not yeah, see him, Dak? that's Jack? the thing. That's the thing. And I guess I'm a nerd with stuff like this, but I love the view from behind the quarterback because it gives you also a full appreciation for some of the windows that these quarterbacks are having to throw oh, through yeah. and, and how the speed of the anticipation of having to make these throws, but also the holes that these running backs are seeing that you never get from the side, the side view. Are you more of a side view person, Jeanette? Yeah, I want to see the different angles. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised Ken likes the view from behind the quarterbacks. You know what? It's all about the seeing I mean, the different angles and the positions and them know she can and seeing the spots wide open <sighs> and taking advantage of them. Mm-hmm. You're right. That's exactly what I'm looking for. <laughs> Just identifying the holes. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. We're at the Duffies in West Boca. The Duffies in West Boca. Come hang out with us, the two for one. Uh, and and make sure that you check out their daily specials here at the Duffies in West Boca. Just please don't spill your beers on the tables. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because uh, <laughs> our boy here, Ernesto, just did that. 
<laughs> Stone, Ernesto uh, spilled a beer. You know, I think it's the least surprising thing I've heard all day. I think it's <laughs> like this is what I love about Ernie is that he it's was, on brand. He was literally half a beer in. <laughs> Cut him off! Cut Seriously. him off! Um, uh, so Dominican. There's, the, <laughs> there is, um, there is. Uh, a story I, I had mentioned during the break. I'm like, man, is there anything going on? Anything breaking going on? Yeah, actually, somebody. There is something breaking here. Oh, Jenga, Jenga. Oh, we have our street team out here. Jenga hit the floor, and I felt I thought that part of the building collapsed here. Um, uh, in Colorado, in Denver, at Coors Field. Two foxes have broken into the stadium stone. I'm not joking. This is on the Fox Sports Instagram. Breaking news on this Wednesday. Breaking news brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Coors Field has been broken into by two foxes. Two foxes. Any the, thoughts on that? No, I mean, I, I, to be honest, I don't have any thoughts. If you want to read. Have you ever seen a fox in the wild? Yeah, man, I have seen a fox in the wild. If you want me to Like the animal? You, yes, I have. If you okay. want me to play you some music in the background and you reintroduce it, try to give it some more oomph, I can do that. But all right, yeah, please do because right. I really think it needs some more juice. All right, all right, yeah, so do I. I'll wait for it. It's fine. Have you been to Rockies? Coors Field? Coors Field? Yeah. It's a great place. Who wouldn't want? Oh, here we go. Break it down. Breaking news brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Breaking news first reported by Town Square NoCo. A pair of feisty foxes have wandered inside Colorado's Coors Field. Again, if you're just joining us here on Kelnavik Alive, two foxes, two feral felines, according to the story, have wandered inside Colorado's Coors Field. Wait, are foxes felines? Hey. I didn't know. I don't know either. You could have told me they were dogs. You know, I said, yep, you're right. They're not canines. Okay. So fine, they're felines. Um, but that does, that does remind me, um, I have Stone uh, had a run-in with some raccoons uh, oh. at my home. Oh. Over the uh, last couple of weeks. So we have a doggy door. We have a little patio outside of my estate in, um, in North Broward County, okay? Okay, Biltmore. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and we have a patio and we have a doggy door there for, uh, for Howard, uh, my great Dane, named after Howard Schnellenberger. And so um, he goes out there. He has a good time. It's, it's great. And what happened was like a month and a half ago, I, I, I woke up one morning, walked outside into the patio. I'm like, why is the we keep the dog's food out there in these like airtight containers? And I'm like, wait a minute. It looks like someone's been playing with the handle. What's going on? And some packaging we had out there had been ripped open. I'm like, what could that be? Didn't think much of it. Whatever. <laughs> like a week and a half after that. I hear some rustling when I walk out at like 6.15 in the morning. I'm like, what in God's name could that be? Flip on a light. There's a damn fat raccoon sitting in the corner thick of this boy. patio area. He was thick. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing here? And so I was too scared to walk within 10 feet of it. I didn't know what to do. So I got a broom and tried to start like poking it and leading it back outside the doggy door. But then I realized the lights are on. He can't see. <laughs> so I turned the lights back off, and then he raced through the patio and out the doggy door. So I'm like, all right, well, problem solved. That won't be an issue again. Three nights later, or three mornings later, I've got Howard with me. He needs to go outside, and I notice all of a sudden Howard's like all the hair on his back, like stands straight up. I'm like, what is going on with you? And he's trying to push out the door. I open the door. The damn raccoon is in his food, like in his food, <laughs> like eating his food. And there's another one. There's two of them. And they're both thick raccoons. And so Howard 
goes out there, and Howard's a docile creature, an 11-year-old Great Dane. He is growling and barking and gnashing his teeth, and he clawed one of them in the face. And so they both ran, 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 ran through my backyard. And I realized at that point that, oh, my God, my dog is so much braver than I am. I didn't want to get within 10 feet of this raccoon four days prior, and my dog just attacked one of them. And they haven't been back since. But oh, this sent a little message. Yeah, this fox thing has has brought back those memories. Like I, if if I was interning for the Rockies or part of their grounds crew, and they're like, "Hey, we need to figure out a way to get a get rid of these guys." Hey, could you go just put them in, in like a, a a trash can and then toss them outside the state? I don't know what? how you get rid of foxes. I don't know. What? I'm just thinking about how like you know when games are going on, uh, animals go on the field and then they send some some unfortunate person out there with like a bucket and you've got to scoop up this animal and bring it back into the uh, into 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 the wild. I would quit on the spot. I don't know. How does one get rid of foxes? Are foxes mean? Are foxes aggressive? Yeah, they got teeth for sure. Yeah, you're, so you, what you're going to well, do... I know they have teeth. I have teeth, and I'm not that aggressive. What you're going to do here is you're going to go down to where they ha- keep the storage, whatever facility you're at, and you get a net, and you just uh-huh. got to net that thing. Just basically like you're looking for mullet, and you just throw it out there, wrap it on up, pick it up, cover it up, and then you dump it outside. Well, you're not going to do it on the streets of Denver, though. Yeah. I'm sure you can find another place in Colorado to dump the fox. Yeah, or there's the, sure. I mean, the police officers there, you know, they're probably animal control, so you, you, throw, oh, you throw them in there and you get them out of Dodge. You guys. Or, or you, yeah. you know, you do it the old school way and you bust out the BB gun, you know, whatever works, however, no, no, however you, you get it done. Foxes are way too cute. I don't think so. I actually know somebody who, because they have so many iguanas in their backyard, they've started busting out a BB gun and started shooting some iguanas. Well, iguanas yeah. are in, invasive Invasive, species. right. So they Stone said endangered a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> nope, definitely not endangered, I, I those was, iguanas. No, they're not. We need to get rid of them. They're yeah. like pythons to yeah. uh, the Everglades. Um, also, not only are your dogs... It doesn't surprise me, a Great Dane, who's also bigger than you, yeah. would be more aggressive in getting rid of the raccoons. Raccoons are also one of the biggest menaces what? on this world. Aren't they diseased, too? Yes, Don't they, they, have they have rabies. Yeah. Oh, they do have rabies. It, yeah, it yeah, killed, yeah. Well, we had a raccoon who bit one of my dogs when I was younger, and the dog died. Uh, really? hundred percent. Another oh problem God. Floridians have is the bufu toads, and I'm. Oh yeah, I hate those things. I'm frequent with the they're, BB they're, guns. You got to kill them, and you just throw yeah. them in the ocean. They're, these big fat toads, and if dogs lick them, uh, it can it poisons them, and so. <gasps> Yeah, there was things are all over the place. Backyard. Yeah, I was going to say, of course you've had some in your backyard. Like, of course you have the boof. You said bufu toads? Yeah. That's their name? Yes, sir. I just, I just call them the toads. But, like, here's the thing is <laughs> oh, that ugly. if you have a small dog especially, like, that could legitimately kill them. Bigger uh, dogs, yeah. it can make them sick. It doesn't necessarily kill them, but those things are a pain in the ass. And there's no way, like, people say, oh, put salt around the perimeter of your yard. That doesn't do a damn thing. Those toads <laughs> see that. They're like, bro, what is wrong with you? We're not slugs, they, jackass. They laugh. At you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, it, I, in, unless you want to line your fencing with like chicken wire, you're done. Uh, you're gonna have these totes. You've always got. If you have a small dog, look out for those totes, and they're a pain. I mean, there's probably dozens of them in your yard right now, Stone. Yeah, well, I, I, all the time, me and my my dad, we we shoot them with BB guns, and then you take a shovel and you flip them into the ocean. So you just got to get rid of those things and basically send a message, just like Howard did. What if you don't have an ocean by you? Then you can put them in a trash can because it's dead and its head was, you know, blown because of a high power. So the BB will kill, will kill them. One hundred percent success right. rate. 
Kill rate. Uh, all right. All right. I like that. I like that. Don't and shoot foxes, Stone. Yeah, don't I shoot foxes. Never, I would shoot, never shoot, shoot toads. a fox. Shoot toads. I mean, toads. like, in, I would want to be in Coors Field Stadium by myself. It's a beautiful but ballpark. Are foxes, are foxes dangerous to dogs? Small dogs, absolutely. Yeah. They're carnivores, and they will eat them, but that's also why you don't get small dogs. <laughs> a friendly pet tip from Jeanette Javier. Um, uh, well, we talked about the Rockies. Speaking of the NL West... Carlos Correa is headed out there. The San Francisco Giants. How about that for a segue? Wow. 13 years. 13 years, $350 million for Carlos Correa. No opt-outs in this deal, which means he is married to the city of San Francisco for 13 full years. When we come back, what city would you marry yourself to for 13 years you have to lock yourself in and live in this place for 13 years which city would it be in north america in like north america rules. not the united states but north america so we're including uh canada and mexico canada and mexico yes integral parts of north america costa rica yes guatemala sure honduras uh-huh those are all i, I can only be there for like a week and a half I've been okay so those are out Spoiler alert, Jeanette not living anywhere in Central America. When we come back, we talk about the city you would marry yourself to for 13 years like Carlos Correa just did with the San Francisco Giants. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levicka. We're at the Duffy's in West Boca. We're live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Duffy's in West Boca where we're hanging out. Ken LaVica Live Road Edition here on ESPN 106.3. I tell you what, Stone, we just got a tweet from Circa Las Vegas. And I've never been more inspired to get out there, get in that pool, watch some sports. <laughs> Bet. Woo! And just hang out, not do the Vegas thing, because I don't do the Vegas thing. If I go to Vegas, I want to do the circuit thing where I am lazy and drinking and betting on sports and watching sports. And and this tweet from Circa, I gotta say it has me tingly. Oh yes, it does. <laughs> oh my god. I mean I mean, Jeanette, think about the possibilities. And again, we've already tried to sort of set the groundwork for this. Stone with it with his with his girlfriend Jess and me, with my wife Phoebe. We were going to make this a, a, a group outing, right? And so the girls yes. can go do their own thing, and then Stone and I can just pool it up. Um, now, Jeanette, I know that you threw your, your proverbial hat into the ring last week. And, yeah, uh, you can absolutely be a part of this, uh, Stone, this entire can I? thing. I don't know. Stone's not convinced yet. <laughs> I mean, who said I wasn't convinced? I think, of course, of course. I, I see no other way. Oh, God. Circa, don't tease me about this. <laughs> no, I think it's perfect. Like, I think the you stars are at, aligning. You start at Circa, and you just hop around to all the different sports books. <sighs> I don't even want to leave Circa. <laughs> no, we don't have to. That's the best part. Circa oh. is stunning, <sighs> and you can have a blast there literally sitting all day. I am. But Las Vegas just has the natural habit of hugging you. And bringing you in and then taking your wallet. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106. Yeah, right, right, exactly. If you're a guy, precisely, precisely. Um, uh, so we are here at the Duffy's in West Boca. We've got the street team out here. They're giving away a $50 Duffy's gift card. They've got the Jenga out here. They've got the swag that they're giving away, all the ESPN West Palm swag here. So come check them out. The street team, ESPN West Palm Street, tea is, uh, street team is 
here until 3 o'clock. Uh, and we are leading into France and Morocco in the semifinals of the World Cup. Come check it out here on this Wednesday afternoon at the Duffy's in West Boca. Uh, Carlos Correa got 13 years and 300 and $50 million from the San Francisco Giants last night. It, it is, and I was talking with the silent assassin about this, it's pretty clear that he was always going to be the consolation prize to Aaron Judge. So the, the Giants, who were the only other team that appeared seriously in on Judge for the exception of that 11th hour attempt from the Padres, uh, you had to go get Carlos Correa then, right? Like that was always going to be the secondary guy. One hundred and ten percent. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So so it was what, nine three sixty for judge? Nine years three sixty? <laughs> nine three sixty. So this is thirteen for three fifty, so it keeps you below judges per year. The 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 monetary amount, like fine. I mean it's a lot of money. It's it's a ton of money. How sad is it that now we're no longer amused by the amount of money no, these guys are exactly. getting? No, exactly. It it's doesn't wild. drop my jaw at all. That's like, oh, wild. Three fifty. I kind of expected it to go that direction. Another baseball contract. Right. Oh, there it is. Three fifty. Crazy though. Uh, like we are closing in on four hundred million dollars. Like that is that's, that's coming. It's wild. That's coming. Like that is absolutely coming. But I was more caught up on the old school NHL esque years on the contract. Like I remember. I remember the Blackhawks signing guys to deals for, like, Marion Hosa got something insane, like a 15-year deal from the Blackhawks. And that was happening, though, so prominently with some of these greatest players in the NHL that the NHL finally said, uh-uh, nope, you cannot give out contracts with that many years because it was mucking up everything in free agency and in the trade market. But Carlos Correa, baseball hasn't gotten the memo on that. This 13-year, $350 million deal is very similar to what Bryce Harper signed with the Phillies where it's double-digit years, but there's no opt-out in it. So it helps you out on a year-to-year situation with your finances. But 13 years, like that's a long time. When I moved down to South Florida, when I moved to West Palm, I did not think I was going to be here for 13 years. Now, it has been uh, instead 15 years that I've been down in South Florida. I've been down here 15 going on 16 years. I did not think it would go past like five. But then things happen and you stay in a place and you like a place and you did it. But I, I never thought that I'd be married to a place like I am to South Florida for 13 years. And I can't. I have a hard time thinking of another place now where I would say, yep, sign me up. Guaranteed 13 years in that one place, any place in the entire continent. Well, South Florida spoils you. And I learned that in the one year I lived in Jacksonville. Yeah. And I was like, nope, it's cold. There's not as much diversity. There's not as much to do. I need to get back to South Florida. But think about it. You would You would now. So say I offered you, you could go any place in North America, but you had to sign a contract today that says you have to. You're mandated. You're under contract. You have to be in this place for 13 years. That is a huge commitment. And I don't know if I came down to South Florida in 2022, if I would be signing up for 13 years in this place. It is so much more crowded than it was when I moved down here 15 years ago. It is so much more different now than what it was when I moved down here 15 years ago. If there's one place on this entire continent that I, that, that I, I would offer you a contract and you said all right, I'll do it for 13 years. Where would it be? I would need a big city. Okay, you'd have to be, this would have to be urban. Yes, very urban. Okay. 
Um, a huge airport. Okay, and accessible, large, international airport. Yes, obviously a sports town. And a sports town, okay. So, and this is not much sports towny, but first city that came to mind, as I was talking with Christian, was Toronto. I love Toronto. There's a really? lot to do. I love Toronto. What about Toronto appeals to Jeanette Javier Stone? I'm not going to lie. Of all the places I thought Jeanette would pick, I didn't think Toronto would come out. First. Yeah, definitely bottom five if we had to build a list. Really? <laughs> bottom Have you guys five? been to Toronto? I mean, Toronto's not that bad. Bottom sh- five. You're not going to sound like Detroit. No, Good bottom, Lord. No, bottom, um, no, bottom five on Jeanette's list. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you mentioned. Oh, my. Oh, okay. No, right. no, no. I was so like, I take back Detroit. I'm sincerely sorry for the shot I just took. At you. I would have taken Honolulu probably. But that's so hard to get and, to. And then that's why it's out. Um, and I guess what I'll say too, so you're not imprisoned in this place, you get one vacation a year. <laughs> Ten days. Oh, right, so well, that changes things. If I, Well, no, wait. So I have to stay in 13 years in one city without any traveling outside of said city? Ten days a year. So you can travel. <laughs> just divvy up the vacation days. Uh, no, no, I'm staying here in South Florida. Really? Yeah, because I can drive anywhere and feel like a different country. Okay. All right. All right. That's fair. Maybe what if I expanded the vacation days to like 25? Okay, back to Toronto. Toronto. All right, perfect. Yeah, good, <laughs> good. Toronto. But I just, if I, Honolulu is, everything's more expensive over there. Everything is, it's hard to get to if you leave it. Yes, but it also everything that you do in the islands of Hawaii are outdoors. So True. it's expensive to, I guess, like buy a gallon of milk, but your lifestyle is pretty cheap once you find a solid hobby because it's all outdoors. Uh, if, if you were contractually mandated to live in a city for 13 years, 13-year commitment to a city, where would it be? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Carlos Correa is now married to San Francisco for 13 years, and I'll say San Francisco, not a bad place to spend 13 years in. I love San Fran. I'm a big fan of San Francisco. I haven't been yet. The only city. I think you'll love it. I've only been to San Diego, but that's it. See, I've never been to San Diego, Beautiful. and I heard it's awesome. Beautiful. A lot to do, but I'm not. I couldn't live on the West Coast. No? I don't think I'm, I'm not. I know. I, I just See, don't think I so. could live on the West Coast because I'd love the NFL to start at 9 a.m. Like, that's my bag right there. That would be awesome. Because you're old. I'm old and I wake up early. Give barely, me my football. And you can barely handle your tequila. Like, stop. <laughs> it would be early sleepy time for me, and it would be awesome. Um, if you could marry yourself to one city for 13 years, you have a contract, you sign it, and you can't go anywhere. 13 years, like Carlos Correa did with San Francisco, where would it be? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. And I think for that reason, I'm sort of with Carlos Correa. I love San Francisco. I really, truly do. I love the bridges. I love Girardelli Square. I love the fact that you can see the Redwoods. It's a mere, like, 35-minute drive. You can get yourself to San Diego. You can get yourself to L.A. It's a half a day's drive. Like, I love that, and I love Pacific time. Like, I'm all over that. I absolutely love that. Um, So, again, you have to stay in a place for 13 years. Jeanette says Toronto. And, again, surprising. But she made a case for it. I'm going to go with Carlos Correa in San Francisco. I'm curious about this. Stone, where are you signing a contract to live for 13 years consecutively? Yeah, so I responded to this uh, 
thread on Twitter. Pretty uh, pretty fast with no hesitation. That would be Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah, so I, think, I think this one's pretty simple. Yeah, but Is not, Vegas a good place to live? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you can go right outside one of the quaint spots. You don't have to be downtown. You don't have to go anywhere near the Strip. You don't have to live there. I'm sure there now, are people. There is an exceptionally, uh, potentially crippling water shortage happening right now in Las Vegas. How do you feel about that? You know what? I don't give a single solitary damn about a water shortage where I'm living. I'll be all right. Uh, yeah, humans uh, don't need water. It's fine. Everything's good. Yeah, yeah I'll manage to make it good. shape. Uh, I can drink plenty of oh, other things, beer. but Las, uh-huh. <laughs> Las Vegas would be the city that I would choose. And I, like I said, I think I, I answered that no hesitation. Uh, Las Vegas uh, says Stone. Okay. All right. Stone says Vegas. He'll lock himself in for 13 years in Vegas. I am going to go with San Fran and Toronto for Jeanette. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. What city would you sign a 13-year contract to live in? Magnuson, he says Boston. Mm. I would not live in Boston for 13 years. No, 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 no. I was there. I go there often, as we know, for my other job. And I'm there for three days. And I'm like, this was fun. The thing about Boston is there is definitely an arrogance that is overwhelming in Boston. I love New Englanders, and I love uh, people from Boston, but I also have a lot of people from Boston I don't love. Bro culture is massive and really? thriving in yeah. Boston. Yeah. What about Chicago? I All right. Because so, I was in the States. Hometown. I, I can't do winters anymore, though, and this is the thing for me is I am so soft when it comes to winter weather now. I mean, it is a total no-go for me. When I, I mean, I went to Nashville three weeks ago, and the temperatures were in the mid-30s, and I was acting like I was stuck above the Arctic Circle. <laughs> I mean, I could not handle it. It was miserable, and I hate scraping windshields. I hate shoveling. That is a massive part of the Chicago experience, and I could not do that. In the summers, great, but once winter comes, I'm out. I'm out on it. Because I would love to live in the Midwest somehow. But I don't think 13 years in the Midwest. See, that's the thing. Like, I, I couldn't go back for 13 years. And but, I need a beach. But I just know, man, down here, things are so crowded now. And it takes so long to get anywhere. And it's so damn hot. Like, okay, you can't complain about the cold. No, and but say, I need it's something, so damn I need something hot. more like, one. temperate. And that's why San Francisco comes to mind. It's like 50 all the time. Well, good luck affording it. Okay, but how is it any different from down here? You can't afford anything down here either. <laughs> You're preaching to the choir. You can't afford anything down here. Um, uh, Bongo says New Orleans. It fits my lifestyle. Jeanette, I could see you in New Orleans, but I could see you doing that if you um, wanted to go back to just being pure chaos all the time. If you weren't ready to settle down. Yeah, you see, it's New Orleans is right there with Vegas for me. You go there for a couple days, you have your fun, you partake in some great memories that you remember, or you don't, Yeah. and then you dip. Yeah. Uh, but I, w- I couldn't live there. Uh, Aaron says Nashville. But I feel like now Nashville and New Orleans are very similar from that respect. No, I would compare Nashville now to Vegas. Really? Stone, do you agree with that? Yeah. Nashville I, and Vegas almost, being similar? Yeah, you, you you are at 100 miles an hour pace if you're anywhere in Nashville, and there's no slowing down. 100%. Broadway now has the same prices as Vegas, oh, yeah, the yeah, same yeah. debauchery. Yeah. You need promoters now to get into right. these clubs right. in Nashville. Everything's corporate now there. It's super corporate, and you're paying like $10 for a Bud Light. Oh, yeah. 
Carlos Correa, 13 years in San Francisco, no opt-outs in that contract. Where would you sign up to live for 13 years? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. We're at the Duffy's in West Boca where uh, Jeanette and I will be staying for at least another 13 minutes. We need two for one. We need two for one. It's going to be longer than 13 minutes. Um, uh, and food. Uh, the good thing is, though, uh, here in South Florida, I just complained about how it takes me forever to get anywhere. Well, at least I do it in style mm. with my Kia K5 GT from Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. And it is so expensive to do anything down here. And you need to make sure you're making wise decisions with your money, which is why at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, you get a car from there. They have the credit clinic on site, the bank reps on site to help you with that monthly car payment to make sure that your money is going towards the things that are so expensive down here and you're not worrying about your car on a monthly basis. They want to make you happy. They want to keep you coming back, your friends, your family coming back. That's what they're doing Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. That's Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. It's where I got my Kia K5 GT. It's where you're going to have the best car buying experience you have ever encountered at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. I love what we're revolutionizing here in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. This radio show, Ken LaVica Live, myself, Jeanette, Theo, Stone, the silent assassin, Christian Cat. We are rolling through Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, and we are... We are creating chaos and loud noises and impeding on people's normally mundane life situations. You want to go to a credit union? Handle your finances? Nope. We're there making noise, getting crazy, complete chaos. You want to go for a nice quiet lunch at Duffy's? Nope. Here come Ken and Jeanette. Not today. Not today. We got this three team out here that Jenga, every time it falls, I mean, it seems like there's something violent that has just taken place here. It is amazing. I love for it. I love it. I love it. I want more. Now, now, one thing that we haven't been able to breach yet is doing a live show on the Brightline. I can't wait. Now, Brightline, stress-free. It's the best way to get through South Florida. Imagine how fun it would be. Party train with Choo-choo. Ken and Jeanette on the Brightline. Hot Mess Express. Oh. Coming through. Let's go. The Hot Mess Express with the stations in West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, and Miami. I love it. Brightline. Go Brightline.com, the free Brightline app. And what do you know about that buzzer beater train going to see the heat? Well, you take that Brightline train all the way down to Miami Central State and it is only a two and a half block walk to the Heat Arena. It's the only way I go to Heat games now. Three trains, three buzzer beater trains after the final horn to get you back home. That is Brightline, the stress-free, the best way to get down in South Florida, wherever you need to go. That's Brightline, gobrightline.com and the free Brightline app. Pro tip about the Brightline, I'm yep. using it this weekend to go to Miami for brunch because I refuse to drive in Miami. Oh, that's awesome. That's so, what I'm doing. See, Jeanette's going to brunch in Miami on Brightline. That is absolutely a baller move Taking right premium there. down there. I love it. Um, Sean is in Palm Beach Gardens. What's up, Sean? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Uh, I, I've, I've recently been offered uh, through through Hilton uh, hotels and such uh, position at, at a few different places, and I know you guys probably travel a lot more than I do. 
I've, I've been relatively local. Um, you guys have already covered Nashville. That's one of the options as yeah. far as transferring. What's from the here. other one? So, uh, Chicago. Uh, there's, yeah, there's Chicago, there's LA. Uh, you've already gone through Nashville, Atlanta, and I think that's it. So, all of those options that are on the table, I've, I've reviewed those with my wife, but you know. Yeah. Sean, I, what I, I would say, <laughs> in my opinion, in my opinion, I might give Atlanta a shot. Atlanta's no. awesome. Chicago, I'd prefer it's Chicago over all of those. Uh, well, we'll continue to debate, Sean. Um, now, what I would recommend, don't take Jeanette my word for it if you've already talked about it with your wife. For sure. The wife yeah. wins. Whatever your wife says goes. Yeah. I would take Atlanta over Chicago because Chicago winters suck. She's Jeanette for Stone at Christian Cat, the Silent Assassin. I'm Ken. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Duffy's in West Boca where we're hanging out. Ken LaVica Live Road Edition here on ESPN 106.3. I tell you what, Stone, we just got a tweet from Circa Las Vegas. And I've never been more inspired to get out there, get in that pool, watch some sports. <laughs> Bet. Woo! And just hang out, not do the Vegas thing, because I don't do the Vegas thing. If I go to Vegas, I want to do the Circa thing where I am lazy and drinking and betting on sports and watching sports. And and this tweet from Circa, I got to say, it has to be tingly. Oh, yes, it does. Oh, my God. I mean, I mean, Jeanette, think about the possibilities. And, again, we've already tried to sort of set the groundwork for this. Stone with it, with his with his girlfriend, Jess, and me, with my wife, Phoebe. We were, we were going to make this a, 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 a group outing, right? And so the girls yes. can go do their own thing, and then Stone and I can just pool it up. Um, now, Jeanette, I know that you threw your, your proverbial hat into the ring last week. And, yeah, uh, you can absolutely be a part of this, uh, Stone, this entire thing. Stone, can I? Thing. I don't know. Stone's not convinced yet. <laughs> I mean, who said I wasn't convinced? I think, of course. Of course. I, I see sure. no other way. Oh, God. Circa, don't tease me like this. <laughs> no, I think it's perfect. Like, I think the you stars are at, aligning. You start at Circa, and you just hop around to all the different sports books. <sighs> I don't even want to leave Circa. <laughs> no, we don't have to. That's the best part. Circa oh. is stunning. Oh. And you can have a blast there literally sitting all day. I am. But Las Vegas just has the natural habit of hugging you. And bringing you in and then taking your wallet. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106. Yeah, right, right, exactly. If you're a guy, precisely, precisely. Um, uh, so we are here at the Duffy's in West Boca. We've got the street team out here. They're giving away a $50 Duffy's gift card. They've got the Jenga out here. They've got the swag that they're giving away, all the ESPN West Palm swag here. So come check them out. The street team, ESPN West Palm street, tea is he- uh, street team is here until 3 o'clock. Uh, and we are leading into France and Morocco in in the semifinals of the World Cup. Come check it out here on this Wednesday afternoon at the Duffy's in West Boca. Uh, Carlos Correa got 13 years and 350 million dollars from the San Francisco Giants last night. It it is, and I was talking with the Silent Assassin about this. It's pretty clear that 
he was always going to be the consolation prize to Aaron Judge. So the Gi- the Giants, who were the only other team that appeared seriously in on Judge, for the exception of that 11th hour attempt from the Padres, uh, you had to go get Carlos Correa then, right? Like that was always going to be the secondary guy. One hundred and ten percent. Yeah. Yeah. So so it was what nine three sixty for Judge, nine years three sixty <laughs> nine three sixty. So this is 13 for 350, so it keeps you below judges per year. The, the, the monetary amount, like, fine. I mean, it's a lot of money. It's, it's a ton of money. How sad is it that now we're no longer amused by the amount of money no, these guys are exactly. getting? exactly. It it's doesn't drop wild. my jaw at all. That's like, oh, wild. 350? I kind of expected it to go that direction. Another baseball contract. Right. Oh, there he goes, 350. That's crazy, though. Uh, like, we are closing in on $400 million. Like, that is, that's, that's coming. It's wild. That's coming. Like, that is absolutely coming. But I was more caught up on the old-school NHL-esque years on the contract. Like, I remember... I remember the Blackhawks signing guys to deals for, like, Marion Hosa got something insane, like a, a 15-year deal from the Blackhawks. And that was happening, though, so prominently with some of these greatest players in the NHL that the NHL finally said, uh-uh, nope, you cannot give out contracts with that many years because it was mucking up everything in free agency and in the trade market. But Carlos Correa, baseball hasn't gotten the memo on that. This 13-year, $350 million deal is very similar to what Bryce Harper signed with the Phillies where it's double-digit years, but there's no opt-out in it. So it helps you out on a year-to-year situation with your finances. But 13 years, like that's a long time. When I moved down to South Florida, when I moved to West Palm, I did not think I was going to be here for 13 years. Now, it has been uh, instead 15 years that I've been down in South Florida. I've been down here 15 going on 16 years. I did not think it would go past like five. But then things happen, and you stay in a place, and you like a place, and you did it. But I, I never thought that I'd be married to a place like I am to South Florida for 13 years. And I, can't, I have a hard time thinking of another place now where I would say, yep, sign me up. Guaranteed 13 years in that one place, any place in the entire continent. Well, South Florida spoils you. And I learned that in the one year I lived in Jacksonville. Yeah. And I was like, nope, it's cold. There's not as much diversity. There's not as much to do. I need to get back to South Florida. But think about it. You would You would now. So say I offered you, you could go any place in North America, but you had to sign a contract today that says you have to. You're mandated. You're under contract. You have to be in this place for 13 years. That is a huge commitment. And I don't know if I came down to South Florida in 2022, if I would be signing up for 13 years in this place. It is so much more crowded than it was when I moved down here 15 years ago. It is so much more different now than what it was when I moved down here 15 years ago. If there's one place on this entire continent that I, that, that I, I would offer you a contract and you said all right, I'll do it for 13 years. Where would it be? I would need a big city. Okay, you'd have to be, this would have to be urban. Yes, very urban. Okay. Um, a huge airport. Okay, and accessible, large, international airport. Yes, obviously a sports town. And a sports town, okay. So, and this is not much sports towny, but first city that came to mind, as I was talking with Christian, was Toronto. I love Toronto. 
There's a really? lot to do. I love Toronto. What about Toronto appeals to Jeanette Javier Stone? I'm not going to lie. Of all the places I thought Jeanette would pick, I didn't think Toronto would come out. Yeah, first. definitely bottom five if we had to build a list. Really? <laughs> bottom Have you guys five? been to Toronto? I mean, Toronto's not that bad. Bottom shoot. five. You're not going to sound like Detroit. No, Good bottom, lord. No bottom, um, no, bottom five on Jeanette's list. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you mentioned. Oh my. Oh, okay. No, right. no, no. I was so like, I take back Detroit. I'm sincerely sorry for the shot I just took it. I would have taken Honolulu probably. But that's so hard to get it, to. And then that's why it's out. Um, and I guess what I'll say too, so you're not imprisoned in this place, you get one vacation a year. <laughs> Ten days. Oh, so well, that changes things. If I, Well, no, wait. So I have to stay in 13 years in one city without any traveling outside of said city? Ten days a year. So you can travel. <laughs> just divvy up the vacation days. Uh, no, no, I'm staying here in South Florida. Really? Yeah, because I can drive anywhere and feel like a different country. Okay. All right. All right. That's fair. Maybe what if I expanded the vacation days to like 25? Okay, back to Toronto. Toronto. All right, perfect. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> Toronto. But I just, if I, Honolulu is, everything's more expensive over there. Everything is, it's hard to get to if you leave it. Yes, but it also everything that you do in the islands of Hawaii are outdoors. So True. it's expensive to, I guess, like buy a gallon of milk, but your lifestyle is pretty cheap once you find a solid hobby because it's all outdoors. Uh, if, if you were contractually mandated to live in a city for 13 years, 13-year commitment to a city, where would it be? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Carlos Correa is now married to San Francisco for 13 years, and I'll say San Francisco, not a bad place to spend 13 years in. I love San Fran. I'm a big fan of San Francisco. I haven't been yet. The only city. I think you'll love it. I've only been to San Diego, but that's it. See, I've never been to San Diego, Beautiful. and I heard it's awesome. Beautiful. A lot to do, but I'm not. I couldn't live on the West Coast. No? I don't think I'm, I'm not. I know. I, I just See, don't think I so. could live on the West Coast because I'd love the NFL to start at 9 a.m. Like, that's my bag right there. That would be awesome. Because you're old. I'm old and I wake up early. Give barely, me my football. And you can barely handle your tequila. Like, stop. <laughs> it would be early sleepy time for me, and it would be awesome. Um, if you could marry yourself to one city for 13 years, you have a contract, you sign it, and you can't go anywhere. 13 years, like Carlos Correa did with San Francisco, where would it be? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. And I think for that reason, I'm sort of with Carlos Correa. I love San Francisco. I really, truly do. I love the bridges. I love Girardelli Square. I love the fact that you can see the Redwoods. It's a mere, like, 35-minute drive. You can get yourself to San Diego. You can get yourself to L.A. It's a half a day's drive. Like, I love that, and I love Pacific time. Like, I'm all over that. I absolutely love that. Um, so, again, you have to stay in a place for 13 years. Jeanette says Toronto. And, again, surprising. But she made a case for it. I'm going to go with Carlos Correa in San Francisco. I'm curious about this. Stone, where are you signing a contract to live for 13 years consecutively? Yeah, so I responded to this uh, thread on Twitter pretty uh, pretty fast with no hesitation. That would be Las Vegas, Nevada. So I, think, I think this one's pretty simple. Yeah, Is but not, Vegas a good place to live? Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, you can go right outside one of the quaint spots. You don't have to be downtown. You don't have to go anywhere near the Strip. You don't have to live there. I'm sure there now, are people. There is an exceptionally, uh, potentially crippling water shortage 
happening right now in Las Vegas. How do you feel about that? You know what? I don't give a single solitary damn about a water shortage where I'm living. I'll be all right. Uh, yeah, humans uh, don't need water. It's fine. Everything's good. Yeah, yeah I'll manage to make it shape. Uh, I can drink plenty of other things, but Las, uh-huh. <laughs> Las Vegas would be the city that I would choose. And I, like I said, I think I, I answered that no hesitation. Uh, Las Vegas uh, says Stone. Okay. All right. Stone says Vegas. He'll lock himself in for 13 years in Vegas. I am going to go with San Fran and Toronto for Jeanette. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. What city would you sign a 13-year contract to live in? Magnuson, he says Boston. Mm. I would not live in Boston for 13 years. No, 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 no. I was there. I go there often, as we know, for my other job. And I'm there for three days. And I'm like, this was fun. The thing about Boston is there is definitely an arrogance that is overwhelming in Boston. I love New Englanders, and I love uh, people from Boston, but I also have a lot of people from Boston I don't love. Bro culture is massive and really? thriving in yeah. Boston. Yeah. What about Chicago? I All right. Because so, I was in the States? Hometown. I, I can't do winters anymore, though, and this is the thing for me is I am so soft when it comes to winter weather now. I mean, it is a total no-go for me. When I, I mean, I went to Nashville three weeks ago, and the temperatures were in the mid-30s, and I was acting like I was stuck above the Arctic Circle. <laughs> I mean, I could not handle it. It was miserable, and I hate scraping windshields. I hate shoveling. That is a massive part of the Chicago experience, and I could not do that. In the summers, great. But once winter comes, I'm out. I'm out on it. Because I would love to live in the Midwest somehow. But I don't think 13 years in the Midwest. See, that's the thing. Like, I, I couldn't go back for 13 years. And but, I need a beach. But I just know, man, down here, things are so crowded now. And it takes so long to get anywhere. And it's so damn hot. Like, okay, you can't complain about the cold no, and but say, I need it's so damn I need something hot. more like, one. temperate. And that's why San Francisco comes to mind. It's like 50 all the time. Well, good luck affording it. Okay, but how is it any different from down here? You can't afford anything down here either. <laughs> You're preaching to the choir. You can't afford anything down here. Um, uh, Bongo says New Orleans. It fits my lifestyle. Jeanette, I could see you in New Orleans, but I could see you doing that if you um, wanted to go back to just being pure chaos all the time. If you weren't ready to settle down. Yeah, you see, it's New Orleans is right there with Vegas for me. You go there for a couple days, you have your fun, you partake in some great memories that you remember, or you don't, Yeah. and then you dip. Yeah. Uh, but I, w- I couldn't live there. Uh, Aaron says Nashville. But I feel like now Nashville and New Orleans are very similar from that respect. No, I would compare Nashville now to Vegas. Really? Stone, do you agree with that? Yeah. Nashville I, and Vegas I'm being a, similar? Yeah, you, you you are at 100 miles an hour pace if you're anywhere in Nashville, and there's no slowing down. 100%. Broadway now has the same prices as Vegas, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. same debauchery. Yeah. You need promoters now to get into right. these clubs right. in Nashville. Everything's corporate now there. It's super corporate, and you're paying like $10 for a Bud Light. Oh, yeah. 
Carlos Correa, 13 years in San Francisco, no opt-outs in that contract. Where would you sign up to live for 13 years? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. We're at the Duffy's in West Boca, where uh, Jeanette and I will be staying for at least another 13 minutes. We need two for one. We need two for one. It's going to be longer than 13 minutes. Um, uh, and food. Uh, the good thing is, though, uh, here in South Florida, I just complained about how it takes me forever to get anywhere. Well, at least I do it in style with mm. my Kia K5 GT from Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. And it is so expensive to do anything down here. And you need to make sure you're making wise decisions with your money, which is why at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, you get a car from there. They have the credit clinic on site, the bank reps on site to help you with that monthly car payment to make sure that your money is going towards the things that are so expensive down here and you're not worrying about your car on a monthly basis. They want to make you happy. They want to keep you coming back, your friends, your family coming back. That's what they're doing at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. That's Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach.com. It's where I got my Kia K5 GT. It's where you're going to have the best car buying experience you have ever encountered at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. I love what we're revolutionizing here in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. This radio show, Ken LaVica Live, myself, Jeanette, Theo, Stone, the silent assassin, Christian Cat. We are rolling through Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, and we are... We are creating chaos and loud noises and impeding on people's normally mundane life situations. You want to go to a credit union? Handle your finances? Nope. We're there making noise, getting crazy, complete chaos. You want to go for a nice quiet lunch at Duffy's? Nope. Here come Ken and Jeanette. Not today. Not today. We got the street team out here that Jenga, every time it falls, I mean, it seems like there's something violent that has just taken place here. It is amazing. I love for it. I love it. I love it. I uh, want more. Now, now, one thing that we haven't been able to breach yet is doing a live show on the Brightline. I can't wait. Now, Brightline, stress-free. It's the best way to get through South Florida. Imagine how fun it would be. Party train with Choo-choo. Ken and Jeanette on the Brightline. Hot Mess Express. Oh. Coming through. Let's go. The Hot Mess Express with the stations in West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, and Miami. I love it. Brightline. Go Brightline.com, the free Brightline app. And what do you know about that buzzer beater train going to see the heat? Well, you take that Brightline train all the way down to Miami Central State. Station, and it is only a two-and-a-half block walk to the Heat Arena. It's the only way I go to Heat games now. Three trains, three buzzer-beater trains after the final horn to get you back home. That is Brightline, the stress-free, the best way to get down in South Florida, wherever you need to go. That's Brightline. Go Brightline.com and the free Brightline app. Pro tip about the Brightline, I'm yep. using it this weekend to go to Miami for brunch because I refuse to drive in Miami. Oh, that's awesome. That's what so, see, Jeanette's going to brunch in Miami on Brightline. That is absolutely a baller move Taking right premium there. down there. I love it. Um, Sean is in Palm Beach Gardens. What's up, Sean? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Uh, I, I've, I've recently been offered uh, through, through Hilton uh, hotels and such uh, position at, at a few different places, and I know you guys probably travel a lot more than I do. 
I've, I've been relatively local. Um, try, you guys have already covered Nashville. That's one of the options as yeah. far as transferring. What's from the here. other one? So, uh, Chicago. Uh, there's, yeah, there's Chicago. There's LA. Uh, you've already gone through Nashville, Atlanta, and I think that's it. So, all of those options that are on the table, I've, I've reviewed those with my wife, but you know. Yeah. Sean, what I would say, in my opinion, in my opinion, I might give Atlanta a shot. Atlanta's awesome. Chicago, I'd prefer Chicago over all of those. Uh, Well, we'll continue to debate, Sean. Um, Now, what I would recommend, don't take Jeanette my word for it if you've already talked about it with your wife. For sure. The wife wins. Whatever your wife says goes. I would take Atlanta over Chicago because Chicago winters suck. She's Jeanette for Stone, Christian Cat, the Silent Assassin. I'm Ken. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. I love what we're revolutionizing here in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. This radio show, Ken LaVica Live, myself, Jeanette, Theo, Stone, Salon, Sassy, Christian, Cat. We are rolling through Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, and we are... We are creating chaos and loud noises and impeding on people's normally mundane life situations. You want to go to a credit union? Handle your finances? Nope. We're there making noise, getting crazy, complete chaos. You want to go for a nice quiet lunch at Duffy's? Nope. Here come Ken and Jeanette. Not today. Not today. We got this three team out here that Jenga, every time it falls, I mean, it seems like there's something violent that has just taken place here. It is amazing. I love for it. I love it. I love it. I want more. Now, now, one thing that we haven't been able to breach yet is doing a live show on the Brightline. I can't wait. Now, Brightline, stress-free. It's the best way to get through South Florida. Imagine how fun it would be. Party train with Did Ken you? and Jeanette on the Brightline. Hot Mess Express. Oh. Coming through. Let's go. The Hot Mess Express with the stations in West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, and Miami. I love it. Brightline. Go Brightline.com, the free Brightline app. And what do you know about that buzzer beater train going to see the heat? Well, you take that Brightline train all the way down to Miami Central State. And it is only a two and a half block walk to the Heat Arena. It's the only way I go to Heat games now. Three trains, three buzzer beater trains after the final horn to get you back home. That is Brightline, the stress-free, the best way to get down in South Florida, wherever you need to go. That's Brightline. Go Brightline.com and the free Brightline app. Pro tip about the Brightline, I'm yep. using it this weekend to go to Miami for brunch because I refuse to drive in Miami. Oh, that's awesome. That's so, what I'm doing. See, Jeanette's going to brunch in Miami on Brightline. That is absolutely a baller move Taking right premium there. down there. I love it. Um, Sean is in Palm Beach Gardens. What's up, Sean? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Uh, I, I've, I've recently been offered uh, through through Hilton uh, hotels and such a uh, position at, at a few different places, and I know you guys probably travel a lot more than I do. I've, I've been relatively local. Um, try, you guys have already covered Nashville. That's one of the options as yeah. far as transferring What's from the here. What's the other one? So, uh, Chicago, uh, there's, yeah, there's Chicago, there's LA, uh, you've already gone through Nashville, Atlanta, and, and I think that's it. So all of those options that are on the table, I've, I've reviewed those with my wife, but you know. Yeah. Sean, I, I what I would say, <laughs> in, in my opinion, in my opinion, I might give Atlanta a shot. 
Atlanta's no. awesome. Chicago. I'd prefer it's Chicago over all of those. Uh, well, we'll continue to debate, Sean. Um, now, what I would recommend, don't take Jeanette my word for it if you've already talked about it with your wife. For sure. The wife yeah. wins. Whatever your wife says goes. Yeah. I would take Atlanta over Chicago because Chicago winters suck. She's Jeanette for Stone at Christian Cat the Silent Assassin. I'm Ken. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.